0: it's thursday july 16 2009
1: a free ride for mining companies swine flu surges again plus do you support capping carbon emissions uh, i do i do that was then this is now sarah palin gets right-wing religion on cap and trade
0: all that more straight ahead from los angeles i'm brad friedman and i'm Desi and this is your green news report For your Green News headlines, here's Desi Doyle.
1: Thank you. The Environmental Protection Agency has announced a plan to rewrite the rules governing hard rock mining. The change was required by a federal court judge ordering the EPA to close a loophole that allows mining companies to avoid cleaning up after themselves by declaring bankruptcy, leaving the expensive, toxic mess to taxpayers. The EPA will issue the new mandates requiring companies to set aside funds for cleanup by 2011. A Senate committee is also considering changes to existing law to require those hard rock mining companies to pay royalties for the first time in over 100 years. Really, According to the LA Times, private companies haven't paid royalties to taxpayers for taking resources in 137 years. We've missed an estimated $245 billion in royalties. Really?
0: Now, uh, see, this is something I think the uh, Republicans would be in favor of. They supported Sarah Palin, speaking of which, up in Alaska when she gave back money that came from the uh, royalties from the oil companies up there, when she gave it back to the people. They thought that was a great thing. I'm sure the Republicans will now be in support of this proposal, correct?
1: Republicans are generally not in support of this proposal because they say it will cost mining companies more money.
0: What about the Democrats? Are they in support of this?
1: Uh, It depends on who the Democrat is. Uh, Yeah,
0: apparently it does.
1: The Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee has recommended a repeal of mandatory royalty relief for offshore drilling. The Bush administration's 2005 energy bill specifically released oil and gas companies from paying any royalties to taxpayers on some types of offshore drilling. That was to encourage exploration. So this is
0: a case where they didn't have to pay royalties.
1: Right, even while all those companies like ExxonMobil were pulling in record profits. Is it
0: just me, or are the Republicans here somewhat schizophrenic on this idea? I mean, they really did. They loved it when Sarah Palin was giving back money to the people that was coming from the oil companies on these royalties.
1: Now, these changes in royalty payments for use of public lands are only in committee and have not passed the broader Senate. So if you have an opinion on whether royalties should be paid for resources extracted from public lands, you should call your representatives in Congress now. For we have our, those links. For our
0: resources. <laughs> yes. Royalties for our resources that that are given to the oil companies. Yes. Okay.
1: Swine flu is still raging down under and around the world. Nations in the Southern Hemisphere are grappling with a surge of infections that are straining hospital facilities in Australia, Chile, Argentina, and Brazil, currently in their winter season. The virus is not slowing down in the Northern Hemisphere either, with a surge of infections reported this week in Britain. A new study indicates that the H1N1 swine flu virus is indeed different than seasonal flu in the way that it infects the body, but the researchers can't yet explain why. At a swine flu summit last week, the Obama administration warned Americans to prepare for a surge in the fall.
0: This was a, a panic when it first happened uh, a few months back. Yes, it was
1: very disruptive in Mexico and other areas. Well,
0: yeah, but you know we have the flu every year. Why is this any worse than any other flu? So we get swine flu again in the fall. This strain
1: is different. It infects the body differently. It goes about it differently. They're not sure why, but it is different.
0: And so it's more dangerous is, is the point. Here.
1: That's what seems to be the case. Okay, yes,
0: I'm scared.
1: Sarah Palin, the soon-to-be former governor of Alaska, created quite a stir this week with an op-ed in the Washington Post criticizing the carbon cap-and-trade system proposed by the Obama administration. Palin's op-ed is filled with too many right-wing talking points and outright falsehoods for us to go into here, but we do have a full debunking at our website, greennews.bradblog.com.
0: And she was not always against cap-and-trade. She did not always call it cap-and-tax. That's tax. correct.
1: We should she, point out that yeah. Palin was for cap-and-trade before she was against it. Now, here it, she is in her own words while running for vice president last year john mccain proposed legislation calling for mandatory caps on global warming gases or co2 emissions do you agree with that i support his position on that absolutely he's got a good cap and trade policy i support all that we can do to reduce emissions and to clean up this planet
0: well you certainly wouldn't know she was against it based on what she said back then and on the Palin mccain website according to rachel maddow last night John McCain and Sarah Palin have proposed a cap-and-trade system that would reduce greenhouse gas emissions. A climate cap-and-trade mechanism would set a limit on greenhouse gas emissions. A cap-and-trade system harnesses human ingenuity you notice she didn't used to call it a cap-and-tax program like she does now, back when it was part of her platform as a candidate for vice president of the United States? Right you are, Rachel. She certainly didn't.
1: As Senator John Kerry lays out at the Huffington Post, she neglects to even mention the whole reason for cap-and-trade legislation, the imperative to transition to a clean energy economy to avoid the worst-case scenarios of global warming and its effects on food, water, and energy supplies. And Palin is ignoring her own constituents, Alaskans whose homes are already at risk. We've already reported on Two Villages— that have to move because of rising sea levels and melting permafrost. The
0: entire villages in Alaska have to move. Yes. It's unbelievable.
1: And just one more thing for Governor Palin. On this day, 40 years ago, Apollo 11 lifted off after President Kennedy set the goal to do things not because they were easy, but because they were hard. We
0: could do it then. We could do it now. For much more on that, check out our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And
1: I'm Desi Doyan. And
0: this has been your Green News Report.
1: We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one we intend to win.